When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to a new podcast episode. I was going to record this like literally an hour ago, but I spent the last hour on Instagram, scrolling, um, posting, literally just, do you ever just do that where you just, you go on Instagram to do one thing, you end up posting like eight stories, eight Instagrams, and you're like, how did I even get here? Because that was me this morning, honestly. I literally, I'm just like, why am I like this? This morning I got up and I went to bar. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I go to bar. It's like a lower intensity strength, like focused muscle group kind of training, I guess you could say. It's like ballet bar kind of stuff. Um, but you also do like floor work and stuff. And I love it. I keep singing stuff. Wow, I'm really, really good at talking, clearly. <laughs> then I went and got some coffee, and now we are here. Um, I'm actually filming a little, like, TikTok um, morning routine video, so that'll be fun. I'm um, really, I think I just spent the last week, so I got my wisdom teeth removed um, six days ago, almost six days, um, and I was, like, knocked down for the whole week, because my face has never hurt so bad in my life. <laughs> like, so yeah, I was literally just knocked out all week. I felt like I really, I was trying so hard to do things. And then the biggest problem, honestly, was I literally couldn't actually eat like sufficient food with like nutrition. Like I felt like I just couldn't get food um, because whenever I would try to chew like literally anything, like I just couldn't hurt my mouth so much. So I was just like, hungry which is actually torture and then i was taking the um like prescribed like medication for my wisdom teeth um which made me so tired and like made me feel so out of it but i had a point of this and my point to this was to tell you that i spent like the whole week studying tiktok and making it like my mission in this life to really just focus on tiktok more because it's a very cool space and I'm honestly just so fascinated by it. Like, it's one of those things. It's very much Vine vibes. Like, 
definitely just a 2019, 2020 version of Vine. Um, but it's so much more than Vine ever was because it kind of integrates like a whole YouTube aspect into the whole thing because people make really cool content and it's not just like funny shorts. Like there's long form in a sense. To me, I find like I kind of clear, I like to me, short form content versus long form content. Um, if you want to like look at Instagram versus YouTube, um, to me, short form is like 20 seconds or less. Like it is short and sweet, maybe even like 10, 15, 20 is kind of like long in my opinion. And then I figure like long form being anything like if I'm going to spend more than 10 or 20 seconds on a page that then becomes long form to me, which is what TikTok kind of is in a way it's a mixture, but I would say that there's more long form 20, 30 second, a minute content on TikTok, um, which is so interesting, honestly, that there's this whole new app. And it's so funny because and I'm kind of just going to like talk in circles for a second and go all over the place, but I'm going to come back in and like, I have a point to this. It's interesting because TikTok is one of those things that people kind of, we would always kind of look like as YouTubers, we would be like, okay, well, you know, what's going to be the next thing? Like what's going to be the next YouTuber? What's going to be the next app that takes over. And I don't think anything ever like replace YouTube. I think YouTube is such a space that isn't going to just go away. Um, I do think it's going to keep changing. I think we're going to see YouTube change a lot in the next five years. Um, but I don't think it's going to go away. And TikTok is one of those things that's growing so rapid. Um, and I kind of believe that, in my opinion, when things grow that rapidly, they aren't going to be this like YouTube kind of platform. Um, however, I'm not going to like discredit TikTok because TikTok is genius. Um, I actually, side tangent, when it was called Musical.ly um, back in like 2015, I was on it then. And I was on Musical.ly in 2015. I was posting stuff. This was like, uh... Maybe the same year that YouTube started to become my full-time job, um, which literally, holy crap, five years ago? What? That's crazy. So yeah, I was on Musical.ly like five years ago, and it was more of what you would think of like Baby Ariel, um, what's his name? Jacob Sartorius, um, very much so just music and people doing like cool. Like, how do you explain it? Like it was like lip syncing, honestly, it was truly a lip syncing app. It was a very different space. Um, but the underlying like similarity of TikTok and musically is that you are using a sound to create a short of sorts. Um, so it's interesting to watch it all progress and everything. Um, it's funny because I'm actually verified on TikTok because when it was called Musical.ly, I actually met somebody at this, like, I think it was BeautyCon. And I don't ever know. I, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, I was talking to somebody. We shared names. I was like, did they just, like, verify me then? Like, I never put it, put it like, two, two together. But then I also 
Um, right when Musical.ly became TikTok, when TikTok bought it, essentially, um, I ha- was doing a panel. Um, it was like 20, yeah, 2018. I was doing a panel, and there was someone from TikTok at that panel, and I was talking with them, and they definitely like got my information. So I kind of just wondered if like that person did verify me because I was supposed to do one of those like partner programs. And I don't even know if I'm even like making sense here, but do you guys remember how um, TikTok, when people were first starting to like blow up on TikTok, right when it became TikTok, not musically, it was, it was this, this was TikTok. And they're like one of my friends, I don't want to like give out names. You guys definitely know these people, but there's like a friend group of people that they're huge now. Um, and I'm so proud of them. I just don't want to like, I have a hard time name dropping because I just don't want to like, like they didn't ask to be name dropped. I don't want to do that to them or make it look weird. Um, anyways, this it's one of those, like literally nobody was going to think it was weird, but I made it weird. So cool. Um, but they, one of my friends was one in one of those like partner programs where essentially like, and it's one of those things where like, I kind of just through the grapevine would hear bits and pieces, but apparently certain people were selected to make, to just like get on TikTok. Um, and then their pages were kind of like boosted, I guess, in a way. Um, and I don't know if I believe that, but I kind of do because it's one of those things where you're like, all right, I met somebody too, and they kind of offered the same thing. They didn't like say they would boost, but um, they wanted me to like be in the partner program and stuff. And I think I reached out and they never like got back to me. Like, who knows? And that's the thing with like when new apps come out, um, like as far as po- people like like point of contacts go, I've noticed this with like brands and all of that when an app is just starting out like these contacts change so fast people that you could be talking to that are like the social media director or whatever um they could be like reassigned to a new position in like a month or like two months so just when things grow that rapidly they just everything changes so fast so i was like kind of like kind of bummed but then i got verified on tiktok and i was like this is so weird i think at the time i had like 30, 40,000 followers, maybe, um, in like 2018. And I really, really wasn't posting on it. And then last year, I think I posted like a few, maybe like 10. And then this year I'm like, all right, it is the year of TikTok. Like, can I, I don't even know how I've talked for 10 minutes about TikTok, but it's so fascinating. I actually have a point here, but whatever. (laughs) It's, it's a podcast. I'm going to talk about who the heck knows what. And It'll be structured or it won't. I don't know what to say about it. Um, that's the beauty of podcasting is there really is no structure. It's whatever you want it to be. And I kind of love that, honestly. So yeah, TikTok is a really cool space. I spent so much time just trying to like understand it. Um, it's so it's so funny, honestly. I, I die. Like I actually spend so much time like laughing. And I'm one of those people where... Like, I find, like, dark humor to be funnier than, like, actual comedy. Um, So I have a hard time laughing at actual funny things. But TikTok makes me, like, belly laugh. Like, I cackle. I'll be, like, in my bed at night with my dogs. And we're just, like, I'm watching TikToks. And I'm literally dying. Like, I don't just die laughing like that. I don't think anyone really does. um, Unless you find, like, everything funny. Um... 
but I like actually nothing makes me laugh harder. It's like it's interesting because everyone is so creative and just so smart and witty and funny. But of course, there's, there's always going to be in every space. Um, this is a big thing that happens on YouTube. I've been on YouTube now for, I told you guys in the last episode, like seven years. If you want to hear about my YouTube journey, how I got started, a little bit more about me if you are new here or you just want to know more about me in general. The first episode I did, well, it's technically the second episode, but it's the first like actual one. It's like um, what people don't tell you about the YouTube business, I think, or what, something like that. So yeah, that, it's a thing is like people... uh, are always going to kind of like knock off other people because on YouTube versus TikTok, I'm noticing kind of like very similar things. Um, At the same time, TikTok is different because it kind of like celebrates like the reusing of like the same concept, um, in my opinion, because you literally people will make sounds. You guys know this, like if you do TikTok, you know, um, if I'm talking like you don't, like, I just think that there's people listening that don't understand TikTok, so I'm trying to, like, really just go into it as, like, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting because TikTok totally, like, celebrates, like, the reusing of sounds, celebrating others. That's kind of how I see it. Um, because, yeah, people will just, like, use the same kind of concept in whatever. But it's to me, it's fascinating to see what sounds, like... Even if the sound that someone is using is legit someone just like screaming or crying, it's interesting to see like the interpretation of that sound. If someone's going to take a really funny sound and make it really sad or make it really happy or just to see what people in that generation, I guess you could say, are creating. And I'm 23. I'm not like out of the TikTok generation. I think I'm like right, right above it. Like, TikTok is definitely people right around my age, but, like, more so 17 to, like, 21, 22, primarily. Um, But there is a ton of people that are, like, 23 to, like, 30s um, majority, which is a very interesting space happening here. I think it's so fascinating. And this episode is going to be more about, like, how I started my business and stuff. But I think this is a good segue into that because you have to really understand a business and like immerse yourself in the culture. Um, try and put yourself in someone else's shoes. Um, to really get a better idea of how to start a business and understand like what the consumer wants. Like for me, I'm trying to make a lot of TikTok YouTube videos this week and to do that, you really do have to understand what the heck you're talking about and how to talk to the viewer. And I did a lot of research and more of it, research can legit just mean like I'm watching TikToks. But when I watch them, you know, you take away a lot. You're looking at what people, like what lingo they think is funny. Like what songs are funny? Is their humor more dark? Is it more light? Is it whatever? So you have to figure out like, how can you talk to the viewer? What is going to be like your in like how do you go about it and then I also think when you immerse yourself in a culture you understand you start you start to really realize um other things like maybe it's something that hasn't been done yet maybe you're like okay this is a cool concept but what if they did it like this way or that way and you 
wouldn't have had that kind of thought without doing research and it's one of those things where you can totally just like jump the gun on whatever you're doing and just start what you're doing and just start it blindly and i'm kind of a proponent for doing that because truly you need to just start and then learn as you go so if you want like a step-by-step plan as far as like starting a business first of all number one is just starting it because the more time you spend um thinking about it and making ideas about it it's just like whatever the less time the more time you could have been spending on like your actual business and researching it and stuff so don't overthink that's the biggest advice honestly just start it don't overthink it and learn as you go but then the biggest like literally tied for number one is research like you need to understand what the heck you're selling here i guess um and I'm going to kind of base this information more about like in e-commerce, like product based business. Um, however, you can definitely take all this information and apply it to your own YouTube channel, your own podcast, your own e-commerce business, whatever it is, whatever business you're trying to start, or just even in general, life advice, job advice, these could be kind of things like that I'm saying, like, start it, don't overthink it, um, just do it, you know, research, like, these are things that can be applied to literally anything in life, not just a business, so that can be good to note if you're like, oh, I'm not gonna have a business, well, it doesn't have to be about that, you don't have to apply anything in life to what it's directly saying to you, you can kind of take more than just the actual words and apply it to whatever you're doing in life. So yeah, um, once you have researched your business and you have fully like immersed yourself in the culture, you just understand it to a better um, degree. And if you don't understand it, then I would honestly recommend consulting somebody. Um, fun fact, I actually consulted one of my really good friends, Natalie. Um, she's called, she's called, her podcast is called The Real Real, like um, R-E-A-L-R-E-E-L, The Real Real Podcast. Um, and she does a really great job on her podcast. And she's also a YouTuber and Instagrammer. She's Natalie Barbu. Um, but I consulted her about a podcast because I know she's um, been involved in it and she has a podcast and she does all these things. And she's just very, she's very like business minded. And I really appreciate the, um, inf- the information. Um, so I, consult- I like booked an appointment with her. We had a little consultation and truly it was very interesting. And sometimes you just simply need to sit down with somebody and just start talking to them. Um, and maybe you don't think the best out loud, but I do. And if I'm like, I'm very, if you are a creative person, you're visual, I need to literally talk out loud, think out loud for the best ideas to come to mind. Um, because then I'm like, hearing myself say it and then possibly your friend someone that's consulting with you is going to also have an idea and be like oh well what about this or that and you're like that's a great idea or then you then their idea gives you an idea like there's truly no end to this um it's interesting how it all kind of helps each other um but yeah, I would say it's very important to consult somebody or just like, even if it's a friend, um, maybe someone that you just trust to be honest with you, that can truly be all you need. Um, however, for me, I really, I don't, because I have experience now, like enough experience with like, um, 
when I said experience, my Siri went off and that was so weird. Now it won't go off. Okay, that's weird. Um, hi. <laughs> so yeah, truly you just need to have someone that will be honest with you. And I, yeah, I don't, I just, I needed more than just honesty because I have YouTube. I have a business, like a e-commerce business. I needed someone to be more than just honest, like someone to be honest, but also give me actual advice and help me. So that was very helpful, you know, best investment. You really, to me, in my opinion, like a good rule of thumb, like for anything in life. And I post this on my podcast, um, Instagram, it's at the slime podcast. If you want to follow it, help, um, check us out. <laughs> so a rule of thumb that you have to look at life is look, look at life, like look through, you have to look, <laughs> there's a phrase and I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I have had not that much coffee, but I'm just kind of like, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. So you need to look at life like more so at like the value and the knowledge that you're going to gain from something and not look at the stupid like validation that can, that you might be looking for from like numbers and stuff. And oh my gosh, obviously numbers feel so good. Um, and you probably heard that and you're like, Nicole, like you have to just love it when whatever, but it's like, Every human being craves validation and in the social media culture, like those numbers are like kind of the equivalent of like your boss saying, Hey, good job. And that's kind of how I feel it, but that's kind of a bad mindset. Actually, it's not kind of a bad mindset. It's a terrible mindset to have because you really can't place your validation in an algorithm. Like that is like trying to seek validation from like, I don't know, a rock? Like you genuinely can't. Either you have no control what that rock's gonna do, who's gonna move that rock to the left, who's gonna move to the right. Like you just, you can't, LOL. Did I just literally make reference to a freaking rock? You know what I, you know why I did that though? I was thinking about for some reason, um, Patrick Starr's like pet rock. <laughs> and I was thinking about it and I was like, God, you guys, it's because I have a pink candle next to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, Patrick is pink. And then I was like, his pet rock. Um, retweet if your brain also thinks like this, because I, I mine does. Mine definitely does. It's, I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Hello, come to my brain. Um, but yeah, you, you have to really work on internal validation at the same time you just need to look at everything as like an experience that you're going to grow from and gain from and it's so hard like I am not gonna like sugarcoat it and say it's so easy to be like post 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 and then not look at engagement or likes or whatever or like look at the growth or if your growth is slower or going down like you you just can't look at it like that you can't it's gonna kill you it's like comparison in its own so in a whole new way. It's like with, with yourself, you know, you just have to really focus on the knowledge you're gaining, the value of it, just all of the stuff that has literally no value in, or <laughs> LOL, that has greater value than just a number. So that's my, that's, that's my tea on all that, honestly, which is why I really was like so down to consult my friend because I would rather consult someone and learn something fully then kind of just like guess when that knowledge is going to be so helpful helpful forever in the long run so that's why i was like it's so so worth it and i kind of guess like 
on the next kind of step as far as like growing a business. Um, and I'm trying to be super honest here. Um, and maybe I'll just go to like this next point, honestly, because it's so hard. Um, <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever hear that and be like, oh my God, like it's going to be so much work. I'm not going to do it. Do it. Take the challenge, but don't be defeated. You know, if you don't get sales or if you get a sale or something crazy happens, like you have to embrace it. And it's so scary. Oh my God. It's so scary. This podcast is scary for me. Um, as far as like recording episodes go, like I have no problem. Um, it's fine. But just kind of thinking about who could listen, it's a little scary. Um, but you have to remember that at the end of the day, um, <laughs> I almost hate to like phrase it this way, but I'll phrase it in a better way. How about this? It's like we're all going to live, live a life and walk the earth together and if you're going to live in fear every day of someone else hearing you, seeing you, judging you, whatever, like that's an awful way to live. And I kind of try to like remind myself of this whenever I'm being like, whenever I'm having a time of like self doubt or I'm like, Oh, I don't want to wear that. Cause it's too much. Or I don't want to be like too extra. It's like, who cares? Literally you have to remind yourself of that because we're all out here walking this world together. And end of the day, it's like, who cares? No one actually cares enough. Um, people are more concerned about themselves. And you're probably like, but what if they aren't? It's like, okay, well, if they're looking at you, if they care so much to like judge you, then they're just wasting their time um, like talking about you. And <laughs> not to get all hippie voodoo and voodoo whatever on you, but my opinion on that is if someone is going to go out in the world and use your name, maybe it's a good way, maybe it's a bad way, speak about you in a way, if just speaking about you in general, if it's good or bad, that person, again, I'm being hippie woo-doo and woo but it's like, if someone's going to speak your name into existence, they're literally just manifesting your life for you and they're just putting out more energy that's going to come back for you um, not to that person. It's like that person is not gaining anything from talking about you behind your back, judging you, listening to you. Um, if it's on YouTube, if it's on your podcast, watching your Instagram story, it's like, whatever. It's like, you can't be scared about people talking about you because they're going to do it. People are going to talk about you. People talk about me. Oh my God. People from my like hometown, like I already know they do. And it's like, okay, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And that's, you have to just leave it at that. You know, you can't focus on it and obsess over it. And you also can't control what anyone thinks. You can't control what anyone does. And you can really, you can try and obsess over it and you can try to, you know, be in control of it and try to control like the narrative in a way and like try to like fix what these people think about you, but you, you can't, you have to just focus on yourself. You know, end of the day, people are people, people were raised in a way, people have beliefs that maybe aren't your own and you have to just leave it at that. You can't give it any energy. It doesn't add value to your life. It only exhausts you and takes time away from your own business, you know? So my point after that long tangent, because truly I have been thinking about, the, thinking about this a lot, honestly, you have to just like, 
I wrote this actually in my planner. I wrote this in my planner for the week. Um, I wrote, take it easy, ignore the noise and focus on what you want. And I've been just thinking about that all week so much and how relevant that is to life all the time. You can get so caught up in noise, whether it be, you know, friendship drama, like, uh, what, like, I don't know, online drama. It's like, maybe it's like boyfriend, girlfriend drama. Like you can't get caught up in it and let it, you can't let it, wait, defer you? There's a word. <laughs> that should be like my new merchandise we have for this and have it just be like Nicole trying to pronounce things. Like, is that a word? Is that a word? Wait, is that a word? Wait, is that a word? That's literally how I talk. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you have to focus, focus on yourself. And that is the best advice I could give anybody. Um, so sorry to like go on a full tangent, but I think that is just so important running a business, um, especially when one like you're putting yourself out there and it's so scary. People are already mean enough and you're probably like, oh, well, I don't want more eyes on me let them talk. Literally let them talk. Let them watch your stuff. Let them engage with your stuff. And I'm kind of thinking about more when I started my channel out in high school and I knew people like for sure made fun of me about it and like whatever. And you have to just let people talk, let them say whatever they feel is necessary. And like, who cares? Like end of the day, people are going to forget. Um, but it's more just like people are going to become so caught up with themselves. And then during that, you have to just really focus on staying in your lane, focusing on you. So I guess like once you've given yourself the pep talk of the lifetime and that pep talk, not to, I keep talking about it. That pep talk, honestly, you will have that with yourself like every single day, every single day, at least one time I have to tell myself, Nicole, like, and I would just, honestly, I'll be in my car, I'll be in my apartment, whatever. And I'll just be like, you have to just ignore it. Like, just ignore it. And I will always, like, self, self-talking self yourself out of situations is, like, the best skill to learn. And I kind of learned that in college. Um, I was taking this class, actually. Um, it was, like, a psychology class, I believe. What was it? No, it was communication theory. I loved it. My, my professor and I, actually, the first day of class, um, and I, I'm kind of that student that, <laughs> I'm that student. First of all, yeah, I definitely am that student all the time, but I don't care. I am paying a lot of money to be in college and I want to learn. So I want to be whoever I want to be. Um, anyways, so first day of class, he, what did he say? He was like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what's like your goals? And I'm like, and everyone was like, oh, I want to do this. And I want to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, I just want to be happy. Um, I think I said that. Yeah. And he was like, well, I don't think that's a goal. Like you can't just aim for happiness. And I was like, what do you mean? You can't aim for happiness. Like, yes, you can. And he's like literally day one of class. And I'm like trying to fight with my professor, but it's funny. Cause now him and I like, whenever I see him on campus, I mean, I haven't been on campus in like two years, but whenever I did see him, he would always be like, Hey Nicole, like we just like clicked like professors like it when you kind of like talk to them and you just, and I like when I love a little disagreement, a little friendly disagreement. So whatever. And he was like, you can't just want to be happy. Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I don't know, but whatever it is, I want to be happy. 
And he was just like, no, not an answer. And it was just like, what? Yeah, I guess it kind of like, because of that conversation that him and I had, we, I don't know, it was just like, and I kind of still believe in my opinion, like you can aim to be happy, but you kind of have to have more than that to go off. Like you can say, I want to have this and this, but then just like, most importantly, be happy. But you have to strive for a little bit more than just like a feeling, if that makes sense. But yeah, my point for that was I was taking that communication theory class and, but we did focus a lot about self-talk and talking yourself out of something. And I remember at one point I wrote like a bunch of bullets, like in my notes on my phone. And I would just read them all the time whenever I needed to like, you know, if I was feeling anxious, if I was having like, if I was having like an overthinking moment, which, oh my gosh, story of my freaking life. I always am overthinking everything when it doesn't have to be what I'm making it, but you know, we do it. So self-talk is so important, especially as a business owner, especially as if you already kind of have like your hustle, like your side hustle became your main thing, like you already have your thing and you work from home or you don't socialize as much, self-talk and being strong and able to get up every day and work and hustle and have goals and push yourself like it takes time like that is a level of self-discipline that is learned with time and I've kind of always been that way though like when I was working if you watched watch if you listen episode I've always kind of been that way I've always kind of been very motivated and I've always had a lot of drive and that's kind of stems from more of like growing up and stuff and just I don't want to like do go into all that but there's a lot of like um stuff that I had learned really early on and I was like if I want this like I have to literally stop at nothing I learned early on that nothing in life is going to be just handed to me nothing was handed to me um I think it's easy to, to look at like a youtuber's life and you see like where they live or like what car they drive and you're like oh well I couldn't it's like yeah you could because I did and we all did you know I don't want to I feel weird saying that I feel so weird but it's like nothing will be handed to you and I learned that early on and that was kind of like my drive my drive in general as far as like what I wanted to do with my life I learned when I was self-employed for the first time um in this, uh, like, I didn't do YouTube by itself until, like, I finished college in 2018. But it's, like, I kind of always had school and internships and I would travel for work stuff. Like, I had things to keep me in check. Um, so the biggest test to if I would be independent and strong and have a hustle would be 2018 after college. And I felt a little... A little different, you know, it was, of course, the adjustment is so great. I went from taking like 18 credits my last semester, interning, um, running a YouTube channel, doing brand deals and stuff on Instagram and YouTube and working in my slime shop. And these are all things that like YouTube and my Instagram and um, my slime shop, like all that, there's no amount of time that will ever be enough. You know, you have, it's so hard because as much as I want to say, okay, from 10 a.m. 
or nine to five, I'm going to log in. I'm going to work all day. I'm going to log out. Like, and I'm literally not complaining. I'm just trying to be real and honest about being self-employed, about like running your own business is like, that's something that it's like a con in a way. It's, it's a pro and a con, but people need to realize that you kind of are always logged in. You kind of have to be. Um, and again, you don't have to be. It's something that you set up for yourself. If you set like a standard for yourself, personally, maybe it's an online standard. Maybe it's like an expectation from yourself or from your viewers or whatever it is. Um, that's totally up to you. Um, but because I'm me, I like, I very much so always think I can do better. And when little things like, or things happen that I should be celebrating, I celebrate them, but I also get so scared to be comfortable. You know, it's like when you start a business or when you do anything, if you're starting a new job, if you're starting a new hobby or a new, like whatever, like getting comfortable is great. Be comfortable. Enjoy what you're doing. Like you should enjoy it. It's your favorite thing. Like it's your new side hustle. You started this because you love it. You have to enjoy it. But also getting too comfortable, like in my opinion, for my own experience, when I get comfortable, I don't create as exciting projects. I don't say yes to things that challenge me as much. For instance, like, um, I'm going to New York actually next week um, to do this like Slimer and Residence thing with Slumu, um, and they're and they're like a a pop up shop in Soho right now, and that's one of those things where because I have this trip coming up, I have to work ten times harder. I have to hit my deadlines for the week that I made for myself, and that what always happens whenever I have a trip coming up, I always make like excellent content. I work so hard because I know that I'm going to be gone, you know, and maybe it's just making deadlines for yourself or having someone to keep you accountable with your business or whatever. But for me, when I have little trips that challenge me because I have to do things now, like, okay, well, I can't be lazy about this. I have to actually work hard, keep my head down and focus all week. And with that become makes more room for creativity, more videos you're going to be learning, more things you're going to be doing. So yes, there's beauty in the hustle. There's beauty in the pushing like of yourself and whatever. But you know, with obviously with the right motivation, like you need to focus on yourself still and like, don't, I have a hard time with balancing that with balancing, like focusing on like, you could kind of compare it as like self-care versus like overworking yourself. And it's hard. It's such a hard line because it's like, at what point do you put one thing over the other? And it's like, obviously above all, you take care of yourself. And I, I do believe that. And I do try. Like, that's why I work out every day. I'm, I work out, you could say like six days a week, usually five days a week. I, I always work out because I, that's like my form of self-care. Self-care doesn't have to be, you know, like it doesn't have to be this like time dedication. You can just get up like an hour or two earlier, go work out. You're already up. And like, I've been up since five thirty today and it's 
10:30, and I'm already I've already done some. I've worked out. I've got a coffee. I've um, Instagrammed. I've done some laundry. I'm podcasting. Like I'm making plans. Like it just puts you in a position to tackle the day, which is great because it's like you're, you're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of whatever you need in the morning. You have more time. You're up before anybody else, and you kind of feel like on top of the world. You're like, I'm already up, I'm doing things, I'm gonna kill it. And then it puts you in a position to just like tackle the day in a much better stance, in my opinion. Okay, I kind of, I'm gonna make a really hard shift from like talking about some mental health and self-talk and strength and just all of that like inner guidance to talking more about like logistical stuff with the business. Maybe I should have this as a new episode. I don't know, cause there's so much to talk about still. I can always do like, part one and part two of episodes if it gets too long um, because we're at like 40 minutes. Um, also, I would like to know, can you guys DM me, um, whether it's on my Nicole Jacqueline Instagram, my Slime by Nicole Jacqueline Instagram, or the Slime Podcast Instagram, let me know what's like your ideal podcast length. Is it 45 minutes? Is it 60 minutes? Is it 65 minutes like I don't know like is it 30 is it, should it be shorter would you rather have would you rather have more episodes that are shorter meaning like 30 to 45 minutes or would you rather have less episodes but have them be like an hour ish um, and that could, they're gonna also be an option C here where I just make all the episodes longer and I also post more because I'm having no issue right now talking for this long and I just have so much to say and I I could talk about this for so long. It's so fascinating to me. I love what I do and I'm really kind of trying to prepare. Like, for example, I feel like I'm kind of like gathering all of the ingredients right now to talk about what I do in the best way. Um, Like I'm too good. If if we're going to like make a cake, for example, and the cake is talking about the slime industry and building up what I do. You kind of have to give people like the ingredients before you. (laughs) I love analogies. I love a good analogy. So good. Um, But you kind of have to really just build it up first. You have to get your ingredients. You have to let them know like why you're using the sugar. Well, I, (laughs) and the sugar could be an analogy or wait, an acronym? No, an analogy. The sugar could be an analogy for, um, maybe why you work so hard, you know? So you need to, I think I need to, it's kind of like what my mentality is here. Um, so I'm going to be really diving in more to like p- what the slime world is about and just all of that kind of stuff and more on like ASMR and more like extraordinary job stuff, um, in the future episodes. But I wanted to just kind of like give more of a background on business in general, I think. Yeah, you guys, let me know your ideal podcast length. If you have any questions or episode recommendations or just you want more information, feel free to DM me. Um, I'm going to start doing consulting on my slime Instagram and have it be more or like, I guess more of like a Nicole Jacqueline in general. Like I'm going to offer different things. I want to have a just different consulting classes that you could sign up for or not classes, more of like a meeting and I'll talk about more of that very soon, but look out for that. I want to open that up and start offering like paid sessions where you guys can, you know, essentially talk to me, hire me, consult me on business, whatever business measure you have 
been wanting to do or whatever and just go from there. So look out for that. If you are into that, I will keep you guys updated on that. I will have a full list down below where you can go purchase everything that I use in my business, things that I recommend, great tools. I think anyone could be, um, valued to at value to see I can't make words anymore it's time to sign off so yeah guys I'll talk to you in the next podcast I'm probably gonna record one more this week I don't know I'm kind of trying to do twice a week I just don't even know at this point I'm just so into it I want to just keep posting and posting and posting so we shall see what goes on and what happens but I'll see you guys in the next episode bye